Welcome to Shatsunami, a variety podcast that discusses topics from gaming and films to anime and general interests. Previously on Chatsunami, we've analysed what makes a good horror game, conducted a retrospective on Pierce Brosnan's runs James Bond, and listened to us take deep dives into both the Sonic and Halo franchises. Also, if you're an anime fan, then don't forget to check us out on our sub-series, Chatsunani, where we dive into the world of anime. So far, we've reviewed things like Death Note, Princess Mononoke, and the hit Beyblade series. If that's so- Sounds like your cup of tea? Then you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and all good podcast apps. As always, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated. Hello, I'm Shelley from Tales of Point Horror Book Club on Instagram. This is a reminder that this podcast contains mature language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. Also, we assume that you have watched the show that we will be discussing because there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's been out for a while, so what are you waiting for? It's streaming. Go and watch it. <laughs> Enjoy! Kev did me a gin, and I think he's put about three shots of gin in it. You're drinking gin? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, oh no. Sun, <laughs> sun's out, gin's out. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Good motto. Good motto. Yeah. Yeah. Hello again, welcome to the Rewatch Recap. I'm your host, Dustin, and for Coupling Series 1, I am joined by Shelly of Tales of Point Horror Book Club. How are you, Shelly? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I am doing brilliantly. Good, good, good. Good, good. (laughs) Good. That's that's a little more Dracula, but you know. (laughs) I was just going to say, you sound a bit like, I want to suck your blood. (laughs) Good, good. Delete this up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, again, you can find Shelly's blog and book club information if you visit talesofyesterday.co.uk. .co.uk. .co.uk. Oh, yes. I forgot about yeah, that. We established yes. this. Yes, ah. I know. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to hear more shenanigans from the two of us, please be sure to subscribe to the Patreon for only $3 a month. And that's only two and a half pounds for Brits. Just FYI. You can get caught up on a bunch of extra chats for like a lot of shows. There's a hefty amount with my so-called life, all the TV movies, the magicians, and now coupling. So there's a bunch of backlogged chats you can listen to. They're only like 15 to 20 minutes, sometimes 40. It just depends on how we get in it. So yeah. We shall see. <laughs> so, okay. So last week we got acquainted with our main characters, primarily the main couple of Susan and Steve. Yeah. And so we don't have to go back through that anymore. So it's going to be a shorter episode. <laughs> it should be. Oh, no, I'm joking. And it will be. But, you know, it's a, it's a short show. So why would the episode be? I don't know. I just, I'm trying not. I'm trying to match it a little bit. It's going to be a little over. We'll see. We'll see how it happens. And let's see yeah. how the couple fares this week in episode two called Size Matters. And it does matter. No, <laughs> I've been planning that all day to say that to you, to see what you did. I was like, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. <laughs> oh, shall we? <laughs> no, size doesn't matter. Okay, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> chaos <laughs> previously on coupling steve and susan have a meet cute in the bar's toilet or bathroom wherever whatever you want to call it and steve steps out from the stall and trips since he's going to get a condom to be with jane turns out susan and steve have a mutual friend in jeff the oddball of the group Susan also catches her best friend Sally and her recent ex, Patrick, on a date. 
Steve finally breaks up with Jane when she realizes he's moved on and started dating Susan. Jane just couldn't take the hint prior. And, oh, everyone got to see Susan's right boob at dinner. Oh, we didn't. No, we didn't. No. Yeah. Now. Bum, bottom, booda, bum, bum. The song's copyrighted. I had to kind of add it. Uh, That's my parody version. <laughs> Episode is Size Matters. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, so Steve is at home, and he's going to make a call to Susan. And he goes, hi, it's Steve. And she says, oh, hi, Steve. And then... The long pause. The crickets. <laughs> We've all been there. He can't get anything out. Like, so they're just sitting there listening to each other breathe. That's it. And we <laughs> on flash a forward. landline as well. On a landline. On a landline, yeah. Yeah, not a mobile. <laughs> mm, it's so weird. So, yeah. So we flash forward. It's at the bar. All three guys are sitting at the table with beers. And Jeff questions why Steve paused in the first place. And Steve asks, well, he says, well, I panicked. And then the, the pause got out of control. And <laughs> Jeff's like astonished. And Steve says, you know, I, the pause just got away from me. And it shows back at the phone call. Steve keeps trying to say something, but nothing's coming out. And he's and sweating. Susan's just, yeah, she's, she's just like waiting. Just, mm-hmm, I would have hung up uh, by now. I, totally I mean, would. really. But maybe she's wondering what's going on. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I know they understand. I understand, like, not being able to get the words out, too, because it's just like a mind wipe happens. Like, yeah. Like, what? You know? Yeah. Oh, but, that's yeah, it. that's another reason why I don't date very often. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> yeah. So at the bar, Steve explains that it was at first it was like a normal collect your thoughts pause, but then he thought about it too much. And Jeff's like, yeah, the pause becomes like a third person in the conversation. And Steve (laughs) says, exactly. And Jeff says, only it's not saying much like Patrick. (laughs) You just got Patrick sitting there like watching this conversation. This little tennis ball match, you know. And Steve, I love Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) He's just been listening the whole time. Like, I I mean. I find it really funny. I don't know why. It's it's really, (laughs) really subtle, but it's there. It's it's funny. I like subtle humor like that. (laughs) So during the phone call, we see Steve has not broken out. Like, he's, excuse me. Let me rephrase that. He has broken out in a fierce sweat. Yeah. It's just like dripping off his face. (laughs) And Susan's just waiting on the other line, smiling and comfy. And she just like, she just listens to his frantic breathing. He's just You know, and you're like, what the hell? You know, (laughs) and so Steve tells the guy that he was a rabbit in headlights, which I thought was a weird phrase because we always say deer in headlights. Oh, I think I think we say rabbit in the headlights. I have heard deer in the headlights, but I would say rabbit in the headlights. You know, but a rabbit's more common to come across on the road. Yes, I would say. We would have more deer in the road. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's just odd. I was like, that, that's weird. <laughs> I never really caught that before. <laughs> so, yeah, he says the pause just kept expanding uncontrollably. And Jeff says, yeah, like in the blob. <laughs> that comparison. I know. Oh, and he's yeah. like, he just goes on. He talks about, you know, okay, the blob was a 1950s horror movie. And it had this blobby substance that came from outer space. And it just keeps growing. And it eats more and more people. But then they end up killing it by electrocution. And he goes, well, you know, but I mean, that doesn't really apply here. <laughs> and I'm like, you think, Jeff? Yeah. Think. Do you think? It's de- definitely a Jeffism that is, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, you know what? I was like, I'm starting to notice this trend yeah. of certain characters from yesteryear and how a lot of them, they have neurodivergent traits, mm. like these quirky characters. Yeah. And. You know, they come up with un- irrelevant f- facts all the time and hyper focused and like don't understand how to interact with people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like, hmm, this is interesting. I started thinking of Jeff a completely different way. Yeah. I was oh, like, that's, that's, that's he might a good, be, um, yeah, it's a good spot that he's actually, he might be on the autism spectrum. Mm, you know, what? it yeah. seems like it. He's good with numbers. Apparently, he's an accountant. So, yeah. So, I mean, that just, 
says something. Anyway, all right, so <laughs> back to this. Steve continues that he stayed on the phone but couldn't think of anything. And he says he's like, he forgot the entire English language on that phone call. <laughs> and Jeff's like, I hate when that happens. Like, Don't we all, right? And Steve says he could hear his hair sweating. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, and Steve says, and there's always a puppy trapped in a car that you have to rescue. <laughs> I'm like, okay, stop sidetracking to the blob. <laughs> and Steve's like, okay, if. The blob is from space. The blob from space is the pause. Mm -hmm. Then what is the puppy? And Patrick's like, hmm, love. Love. <laughs> it's just the way he says it. It's like he does this like really considerate, hmm. And then he goes, love. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh. And they look at him like he has a third head. Yeah. And he's he's like, you know, you've got to rescue the puppy of love from the car of conversation. <laughs> say true <laughs> it's trapped in the car conversation and then he's <laughs> and he's like that's right isn't it jeff i'm like i've got news for you patrick if you're asking jeff if your metaphor is correct <laughs> it's not looking good it's not looking good for you buddy no 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 so back at the phone call susan finally says steve <laughs> and sweaty steve's like hi it's steve I'm like, okay. And she's like, you already said it. You already said that. And he like wipes his brow. And he goes, oh yeah, there must be a fault on this line. Good excuse. Yeah, I know. And all the guys are like, oh, that's a great one. It's yeah. a good, good excuse. Yeah. But like Susan's like mentally calling. She looks, she has that look on her face like she's mentally calling bullshit. Yeah. I'm like, nope. <laughs> and Steve says she obviously couldn't hear him talking. But she's like, no, but I can hear you breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm -mm, Steve, yeah. stop this lie. Stop this lie now. And then doesn't he say something like, oh, maybe that was someone behind you. And she kind of like looks over her shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm alone. <laughs> and he finally offers. He's like, um, you know what? I, I, I can never call you a grin. Oh, a, a grin. What the hell did I just say? <laughs> I can't call you again. And um, or, you know, I can always immigrate. <laughs> I'm like, okay, nice face palm. That's a good yeah. like verbal face palm. <laughs> and she says, well, how about tomorrow night? And then. He follows it up with like, you know, you could, how about go to New Zealand, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, but yes. Susan's got jokes. Yeah. Witty. Witty. <laughs> she then invites him over to her place and she goes, I'll cook. <laughs> and then we cut to her and Sally later. They're walking down the street and Susan just told Sally what she said. And Sally's like, oh no, she's shaking her head. She's like, Susan, you're like, you just offered to have sex with Steve. <laughs> and Susan's like, no, that would be come and spend the night with me. Yeah. And Sally agrees, but she goes, you know, she goes, that does say let's have sex, but to say I'll cook is let's have sex and I'll cater. I'll cater. <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved that line. Yeah, I love that line. <laughs> there's just some lines from a show you don't forget. There's like, yeah. you know, there's a few from this one, especially. You just don't forget them <laughs> and you wait for them to pop up. You're like, yes. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah but that is true though i think that really it does is. come off it's like you want more than just conversation yeah 100 it's like it's not like you're going out for dinner you're actually cooking at your place for someone nudge nudge wink wink yeah now if there was like there'd be different versions of that that would be okay like let's say mm. there's an event near your house and you're going to meet up there. And you're like, hey, let's grab a bite at my house. I'll make something. And then we'll mm. go to this event together. You know, that would be a little different. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because they'll be going out there. after. Yeah. So then, yeah, I agree. You're that not staying different. at the house to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, if you say you're cater and you're cooking around at the flat, you know it's going to be time <laughs> <laughs> something's gonna happen something yes it's not just gonna be like you know giggles and <laughs> you know like, conversation it's like when a man says 
I'll give you a back massage. You know it's just not a back massage. Oh, yeah. It's trying to loosen you up, basically. Yeah. Like, hey, you like this? Just imagine what else I can do. Exactly. Oh, though, don't I miss those moments, though, when they're like, can I give you a massage? I'm like, yes. <laughs> massage me. Please. I am so tense right now. Oh, dear. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) They arrive at the bar and go downstairs where Susan clarifies that men don't just expect sex because you offer to cook. (laughs) And she says this just as they walk in and overhear Jeff asking Steve if he's thought about foreplay yet. Oh, I love this bit. And Sally's all sarcastic. She's like, they know about that. (laughs) (laughs) So they kind of, they hide to eavesdrop. Okay. One, how does no one notice them? hiding quote, <laughs> they're not hiding. hiding very well really no. are they and yeah. how can they actually hear this conversation around the corner <laughs> at a crowded bar <laughs> so like, true. everybody else is talking like they're in a library <laughs> but our main characters are the ones who get to yell and shout their whole you ever notice that that's how it is at central park too yeah yeah <laughs> no it's one a else whole is talking. thing you know it's a whole thing <laughs> yeah i mean uh, goodness gracious anyway so steve asks you know what he means about the foreplay and jeff says you mean when when exactly do you take your socks off <laughs> and i have to agree that's like that's kind of a i mean you need well, to take them off yeah before you take your trousers off i asked the husband about this and he said it was a thing <laughs> It is. It's a kind yeah. of a thing you you kind of think about. It. It's not like a huge thing. It's not like it's something not you're going gonna... to. I think I've thought about, but when it when I watched this episode, I was like, Kev, is it is this actually a thing? Like you know, and he's like, yeah, it's stressful. <laughs> I don't know if it's that stressful, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think it could be if you're if it depends on the person, maybe I don't know, but uh... <laughs> you just need to say. Hey, baby, come here and just wear socks. <laughs> yeah. Leave the socks. Let her know you're okay with it, Shelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see her... you in nothing but your hands. Leave those hands socks on. Socks. I, I like the holes. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want to go any further with this. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Yeah, so he's like, you know, by the way, I called them trousers because I don't, I'm not going to call them pants because apparently that means underwear to you guys. It does, yeah, <laughs> pants are underwear, trousers are trousers. Or slacks? <laughs> Do you say slacks? slacks? No, we say trousers. Jeans, trousers, chinos. Yeah, we would, yeah chinos sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But we would say, we don't think, we can, sometimes people will say trousers, but it's more like slacks. We would say ah. slacks. I don't know why they call them that, but <laughs> or britches. Oh, yeah, which can be any kind of pant, whatever you want to call them. Anyway, <laughs> it's weird. I don't, I don't understand it. That's more of a really that's a country thing. Okay. Oh, I feel I yeah. feel like I've learned something today. I, I mean, I hope you have because I certainly yeah. still don't understand it. anyway so yeah he calls this the sock gap because if you take your socks off after you've taken off your trousers and it's usually not attractive because i mean i'm gonna have to admit most of the time you're gonna have to be pretty hot to pull off a guy just in Mm. socks yeah and i love the way he says it as well and he goes miss it and suddenly you're a naked man in socks no self-respecting woman will ever let a naked man in socks do the squelching with her (laughs) (laughs) it's just the wording (laughs) but i like yeah yeah and it was funny it's like susan and sally like yeah that's yeah they kind of look at each other like "Mm -hmm, yeah he's not wrong you know (sighs) do the squelchy with her i love it (laughs) So Patrick thinks the advice is stupid, and Jeff reminds him that many men fall through the sock gap. <laughs> he says, under the sexual arena of earthly delights lurks a deadly pit of socks. I'm like, <laughs> wow. The imagery. Yeah. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Susan walks up directly behind Jeff as he continues with his next tip. Whomever you normally fantasize about during sex, start calling them Susan. <laughs> And he says, you know, Steve, you always fantasize about Mariana Frostrop. 
<laughs> yes. Who is that? Is she a news anchor? So, yeah. So, um, in the late 90s, early 2000s, she was like a journalist slash TV presenter. Okay. Um, but she'd got like a sultry voice. Like, she'd talk like, hello. Like, you know, like really like <laughs> sultry. Like she should do audiobooks for like Danielle Steele novels or. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. She'd be good at reading audio books. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So yeah, he's telling you, you always fantasize about Mariana Frostrap. And uh, Steve is humiliated because he sees Susan behind Jeff. And he says, you need to start calling Mariana Frostrap Susan Frostrap. So you don't like shout the wrong name in bed. And Susan pipes up, she goes, or you could just call her God. And Jeff's <laughs> like, yeah, totally. And he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> oh, it's his face. It's like, I know. Oh. <laughs> oh. And I have to ask this. I mean, I'm I'm not going to ask about you in general, but you might know. Yeah. Um, do people actually call out names in bed? I I haven't, but I've known people to have and call the wrong name out. Um, so yeah, one of to me. my it just feels weird to yell somebody's name. I don't know. Yeah, one of my friends. Um, I think years ago, she called the wrong. Um, it, it wasn't her boyfriend's name that she called out. It was somebody different. She doesn't even know who the name was, she says. But yes, apparently. must be. Must I found be most people to be very kind of quiet. Mm. Like they don't really verbalize uh, things. I guess each to their own. Everyone's different. <laughs> I, like the, I, like the, I like to have funny little chats during, you know. Anyway, I'm not going to go with that. <laughs> funny little chats. I like chats. the quizum. Who's your favorite care bear? No. <laughs> <laughs> have you got your socks on <laughs> your feet look cold <laughs> put them back on <laughs> <laughs> lord oh. yeah so yeah no um <laughs> anyway so susan asks the group if it's necessary to fantasize about someone else in bed and Je jeff like justifies it saying you know He's like, it's so stupid, his justification. But he's like, you know, somehow celebrities get together. Or like somehow how the way celebrities get together, I can't really explain it. He's like, he he says that if you fantasize about a celebrity mm. and your partner does too, and if somewhere those two celebrities happen to meet while you're and you and your partner are doing it, it sends out a cosmic signal of some kind. <laughs> and he says, like, it's like, can you imagine what it was like when Posh Spice first met David Beckham. <laughs> they were the epicenter of a nonstop nationwide virtual shag. Yeah. You know how he does it. And he's like, it's no wonder she got pregnant. <laughs> it's such a good like analogy. <laughs> it is. I mean, I can yeah. see it. And I'm all about cosmic alignment, but man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, good old Jeff. Susan she, Susan leans in, she was like, just when the van comes, just go quietly, please. <laughs> and he just kind of nods and smiles. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm guessing he means she means the loony bin. But yes, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Patrick pulls Sally aside for a word as Susan says they just popped in for a quick drink before she went home to cook. And then she starts to get the drink, but she turns back. She's like, "I mean, just cook, just dinner. That's all I meant. Food. That's it." <laughs> And Steve's like, oh, I understand. I wasn't expecting your fish cords. <laughs> That's fish nets for us Americans. So, Oh, I thought he said I wasn't expecting a fish course, as in dinner course. Oh. Like, do you know, that's what I thought he said. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting a I fish, heard fish course. Cords. Course, I think. I, I might be wrong. But do you call what do you call those? The stockings that look like fish nets. We call them fish yeah, nets. Yeah, so you'd call them fish nets, yeah. But I oh, thought because she was so talking probably, about I've been hearing food. it wrong this entire time. Because <laughs> she was talking about food. I thought he said, I wasn't expecting a fish course. And then Jeff obviously goes and like and spits his drink out. I mean, I mean, I get the joke too that way as well. <laughs> that doesn't eat, oh my god. Either way, it's a good joke. Thank you. That was a good catch on me. Good. Thanks. <laughs> Woo. Okay. So he looks embarrassed and she tells him he can stop worrying about his socks. <laughs> Meanwhile, Patrick has just asked Sally out on a date to a motor show because he assumes, you know, everyone likes cars. <laughs> and she is unimpressed. And she actually feels confused a bit by this whole gesture. 
she asks, like, is this going to be a date or something? <laughs> because I just want to be your friend. That's it. And he's like, I don't understand what. No. Like, and she's like, okay, what do you call people you go out with, but you don't try to sleep with? And he's, of course, goes, men. men. <laughs> like an idiot douchebag. Uh, yeah. He's definitely the Joey of the show. Yes. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, She's like. She's like, okay, since I'm only a friend, do you want to take the ticket back so you could up- upgrade to a proper date, basically? And he says, no, no, we can just go as friends. And she's like, I'm never going to sleep with you, Patrick. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> ever. And he's ever. like, okay. He snatches the ticket away from her. <laughs> he goes to rejoin the guys. And then when he gets to the table, Jeff's like, that looked like a dumping conversation. And he's like, it was. And she's like, <laughs> and Jeff says, you know how to go. And Patrick's like, she took it okay. <laughs> she took it okay. Got a oh, safe face. Yeah, there's something lovable about Patrick that he's just <laughs> he's just so he's, it's he's so dumb, but he's quick on his feet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> anyway, so Steve is locked in embarrassment mode, repeating fish course. <laughs> I have fish cords here written. It's it's funny. I, I could be wrong. <laughs> and, and you know what? You know what, audience? Tell us. And yeah. who's right in this situation? I want to know. What did you hear? Did you hear fish horse or fish cords? Let us know. I want to know. Yeah, let us know. So, yeah, he's repeating it over and over to himself. And at the bar, Susan asks Sally if she's ever been with a man in just socks. <laughs> and Sally says she consider anyone other than animals and Tories, oh. which is the conservative party over there, right? Yes, conservative party, yeah. Who are the progressives? So Labour, at that time, Labour were in, I think, um, and Conservatives were out. So okay. I assume that's what that referen- reference is. Right. So, yeah, um, I'll take anybody but, you know, animals and Tories. <laughs> she and hates Susan, Tories. I hate Tories. Mm. Susan says she, you know, I'll consider Angus Deaton in socks. <laughs> and I'm like... Is that another <laughs> yeah. so, news person? I wondered if you'd know who these people were. So Angus Deaton, again, he was, I don't know whether he was a journalist. I know him more as a presenter and he did a program called Have I Got News For You? Okay. Um, but he caused a lot of scandal, um, <laughs> scandal a couple of years later, I think, because I think, don't know whether he like slept with a prostitute or something and got caught or something like that. He but, granted, yeah, huh? It was yeah, it was a big scandal. You know, he was like um, a household name and stuff. So yeah, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> he got sacked oh, from God. his program or something. I can't remember, but yeah, bless him. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, Sally tells Susan, you need to get over your Angus thing. And Susan's like, I'm trying. Like, it's really hard. to. Oh, my God. And so she turns the talk conversation back to Sally and Patrick and says, you know, she didn't, you know, they don't, I don't know what those are. They don't seem together. And Sally wonders what Susan saw in Patrick. You know, like, I, they don't seem like they should have been together. And, yeah. And Sally's like, what do you ever see in Patrick anyway? And Sally puts it, you know, it's like, like, she needs... I'm going to start this over. I can't even talk. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I'm no, reading no, it and I'm like, wait, I'm like, my mind <laughs> calls is, okay. him donkey or something, doesn't she? Yeah. So she wonders what Sally ever saw in, or excuse me, she wonders what Susan ever saw in Patrick. She needs somebody with personality, verve, and humor. At least now I know why you called him donkey brain. And Susan's <laughs> like, no, I called him donkey. <laughs> and Sally's like, okay, whatever. I got the point. And Susan's like, no, you didn't. No, you don't. <laughs> and then Sally's like, um, what? <laughs> And Susan says, some men are born lucky. Some men are born very, very lucky. lucky. And Sally's, <laughs> Sally's face is dropping this entire time. Like, oh, my God. She goes, what was Patrick born? And Susan says. A tripod. Damn. <laughs> Woohoo, Patrick. <laughs> and Sally's just like, oh, my God. You let me dump a tripod, you bitch. <laughs> That whole scene is just hilarious. I am with Sally on this, though. Like, you don't, that's yeah. something you tell somebody. Yes. <laughs> you just do. You know, oh. if somebody is outstanding in that area, you want to know. Oh, it's the bit that happens after that, though. It's oh, I know. Just... 
Susan's like, you know, you would have dumped him anyway. And Sally's like, yeah, there's dumping plain and simple. And then there's dumping afterwards. Afterwards. <laughs> Preach. Yes. Preach. Yeah. Yeah. So at that moment, Patrick passes by on his way to the loo. Yeah. And trips in front of them. He goes, oh, excuse me, girls. I have a bit of a balance problem. <laughs> I bet you do, you hung mother. Yeah. And it's Sally's face. She's like, oh. <laughs> I know. She's like suffering that loss right now. Oh dear. Yes. <laughs> so it's Steve like, and Jeff. Well, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's like perfect comedic timing though. That whole scene is just spot on to the point of it's just hilarious. It's brilliant. <laughs> Everything plays out just perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so anyway, so Steve and Jeff are over at the couch, and Jeff continues into the foreplay tip number three. Steve says, I'm not going to listen to your advice. Not from somebody who faked a panic attack in order in order to get out of hooking up with Susan in the first place. <laughs> but Jeff won't let up. No. He tells Steve that when he gets to Susan's flat, check out her remote controls. <laughs> and like most of us, Steve yeah. is rightfully confused. And Patrick comes up and says, are you talking about Susan's remotes? <laughs> and Jeff says, yeah, it's scary. And Patrick's like, I know, I can't believe a woman could be so shameless. <laughs> and I, again, I mean, obviously I know because I've seen it before, but originally I was watching, I was like, what is going on in there? I mean, <laughs> what's going on? I don't get it. And of course, you know, let's just pretend we don't know. Okay. <laughs> so just then, Sally sits on the arm of the couch next to Patrick. She grabs the ticket out of his shirt and says, a motor show, you say? And Patrick's like, He's really confused. He asks, I thought you didn't want to go. And Sally says, she didn't realize it was such a big one. <laughs> va, 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 boom. Am I right? Oh, Sally in this episode. Oh. She wants to get that donkey. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> do you remember that? Do you remember that, that? I don't know if you had this song. It was a song in the 90s and they played it at school dances. It's called <laughs> Let Me Ride That Donkey. No. It was by this group called the 69 Boys. What? <laughs> you need to look that song up. Let me ride that donkey. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I... And they played it at the school dance <laughs> and people were dancing to it. I'm like, I'm listening to the, even at the school dance at that time, I was like, this isn't something we should be playing here, is it? <laughs> and the teachers did nothing. Oh, I need to go and look this up. <laughs> I know. We had some nasty songs that played at school dances. <laughs> We we had a song called Dominic the Donkey. Have you, not heard, uh, have you heard that? That's the is Christmas that, donkey, the right? Christmas donkey, yeah, that's the it. The Italian Christmas donkey. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> I didn't hear that until I was it's in my Dominic 20s, but yeah. the Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so Susan pulls Sally away to talk to her about this. She asks Sally, what about personality, verve, and humor? And Sally says, sod them. After all the men I've been with, I deserve a full-sized one. And I'm like, okay, now. The average male penis is between five to six inches long. And 4.2 to 5.7 inches in girth went hard. If that's not doing anything for you, they either have very poor technique or your nerve endings down there need some working on. She's very particular. Yes. Yeah. Size is no factor there unless you have a cavernous vag <laughs> that needs some tightening. So my apologies Aww. for the sexu getting sexually real. <laughs> Size does matter to Sally. <laughs> to Sally, yes. Yeah. Well, so Susan says she's not going to watch Sally humiliate herself, but decides to add in one final blow. Oh, and by the way, Patrick is a Tory. <gasps> No. <laughs> dum, dum, I mean, I gotta, I gotta admit, I would feel the same way if I find out a guy I was hot for was turned out to be a Republican. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's. I mean, because it's an ultimate taboo at the moment, and like, mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm not trying to be a liberal Juliet to a conservative Romeo. Nope. <laughs> nope. De deal breaker, but not for <laughs> Sally. Sally's like, hmm, tripod. <laughs> tripod. She's thinking, oh, this is only just for sex. You know, yeah. if you think about it, I still kind of would get turned off by this point. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no. But, so, yeah. Okay, so next Jane walks in with some guy. 
She seems really <laughs> smug as she sits on the arm That's... of the couch next to Steve, stroking his hair and asking her, you know, how's my favorite ex? <laughs> and he's annoyed. He's pulling his head away. He's just like, fine. <laughs> and she kind of like brags about staying friends with exes because, quote, friendship is longer lasting than love and more legal than stalking. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a red flag on so many levels. Yeah, I know. I was just going to say, total red flag, but hilarious. <laughs> she is nuts. Oh, she's crazy. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, she introduces everyone to the guy. His name is Howard. Everyone unenthusiastically says hi. And Howard then asks, hey, is the big ginger bloke still behind the bar? <laughs> like, he work here? And Patrick's like, yeah, I think so. And Patrick says, excellent. He's an ex of mine, and I think I owe him a slap. <laughs> I'm like, oh, here, here, go Howard, right? Yeah. So he goes to get drinks. And Jane's like, oh, isn't he perfect? <laughs> and Susan, Susan's smiling big. She's like, oh, he's gorgeous. <laughs> okay, let's not go that far, but still. Um, Jane says, and tonight he's mine. He's and, mine. <laughs> I mean, and Steve's time. like, Steve's like, Jane, isn't he gay? <laughs> I mean, obviously, but yeah. I mean, he could possibly be bisexual or pan or something, I guess. Yeah. Jane calls, you know, she calls Steve a fascist. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> and Steve says, I mean, he goes out with men, not women. And Jane says, duh, I'm bisexual. <laughs> she kind of saunters off. Girl. <laughs> Girl. You can't just, you can't mix and match your genitalia. That's not no. how that works. That's not that kind of bisexual. But in Jane's head, that's, she does believe that. She's just like, she seems oblivious to anything. If you're bisexual, anybody can be with you. <laughs> yeah, but she seems like oblivious to, to what she said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bless her. So she goes off to find Howard. And Susan starts to, to leave and tells Steve she's off to cook now. And he can come and watch. In that order. <laughs> I mean, damn. But you know what it also sounds like? I get the joke. I know what it's saying. Yeah. In that order, right? And I was like, but it also, if you think about it in that order, it's like you want him to masturbate before he <laughs> watches you cook. I did like, think that because I laughed at the joke and then I thought, hang on, wait a sec. <laughs> it, could like, be, it could be what? used another way. <laughs> yeah, do it before you get, go over yeah. here. You know, like, like, kind of a smart deal. If you ever watched There's Something About Mary... They oh, give that yeah. tip in that movie, like, oh, do that yeah. so you don't have all that pressure build up, you know? Like, it's actually yeah. a smart tip. Oh. Just the tip. Anyway. <laughs> it was a bit slow there. I was like, oh, I know. yeah. <laughs> oh. So Steve gives up to leave with Susan, looking back to see the other guys, like, mocking him, acting nervous. <laughs> and Sally stops Susan on her way out, and and she's like, how Tori? <laughs> And Susan just stares at her, and Sally's like, okay, fine. How big? <laughs> Both valid questions. Yeah. Get away the options. <laughs> like, uh, is it big enough for me to forget the toriness? I mean, yeah, she, she's trying to weigh it up. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but yeah, she's trying to like figure out, you know, can she put the put that past past it that, you know, he's Tory for a big one. <laughs> hmm, we'll see later on at susan's susan is prepping the oven and steve jokes that you know i'm not sure i have an oven there's just a swear thing in the kitchen i used to put my books in before there was a fire incident <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, lame yeah. lame joke steve yeah steve's kind of lame he is a little bit he Isn't tries he? to be he tries to be funny but it doesn't go across it's right. It's kind of like, uh, okay. Yeah, I prefer yeah. like awkward Steve when he's like being awkward rather than being But he's funny. like that type of, you know, everybody's known that guy that's just not really that like appealing. Yeah. They're somewhat attractive. There's some, but somehow they're the popular one. Yeah. <laughs> or the one that everybody pays attention to. You're like, why? There's yeah. nothing going on with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. That's how I feel about Steve. Yeah. He takes off his coat and she, and then he sees the remotes on the coffee table. Uh oh. He sits down and picks up one. He's examining it close to his face. He's like weighing it, kind of, and he starts to use it. Susan comes in and and yells, "All right, I'm ready to cook. I'm such a good cook. You know, <laughs> I'm such a good cook." 
<laughs> and he drops a remote and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, a man on television? Please, better, le- better leave you two alone. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Yeah. She leaves the room and starts talking about Sally, humiliating herself as Steve tries to turn the television on from every angle using that remote. Behind his back, <laughs> over his shoulder, <laughs> over his head. You know, it's kind of like stealthy surprise method. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know. He's trying. And, yeah, so Susan comes back in. She's like, uh, I told, you know, Sally something about Patrick that I shouldn't have. And then she notices Steve up close to the television trying the remote. And he's like, oh, the batteries probably ran out. And then he opens up the back and says, and they also climbed out. <laughs> Where did the batteries go, Susan? Hmm? And she's like, well, you know, I probably, you know, needed them for something. I probably put them in something else. I'm always needing batteries. I'm always and running out of batteries. She I'm says. always running out. <laughs> and so he looks at the other remotes like really quickly. He's like, nope, there's no batteries in any of these remotes either. <laughs> I'm like, does Susan never watch TV? Like ever? Anyway. <sighs> Yeah, so Susan, I think I know where they went. And she goes into her bedroom, into to her nightstand, and Steve kind of watches from the doorway. And all we do, we see his face, and we hear the click, and then... <laughs> guess what this object is? Look, we've all been there. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, mm. nowadays, you don't, have to, you don't have to worry about batteries. You just well, like plug it up to your computer. It, <laughs> <laughs> it charges it. Oh, the USB drive. Yeah, yeah. If I, if you hear something buzzing, I've plugged it in the computer. No, I've plugged it into the computer. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm getting like some kind of weird Black Mirror episode in my head. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Oh yeah. So she goes. She pulls them out of there and comes back into the living room. Hands him the batteries, and he's like, he shook. Basically, <laughs> to say the yeah. least. Doesn't know what to say. She's like, oh, I forgot. And she walks over to the couch and she pulls out this huge pack of batteries. <laughs> she was like, I forgot I got these. And it's like the biggest. I mean, that would have cost a fortune even back in 2000. It's big. It's yeah. a big battery pack. <laughs> they do sell those at like like big box stores here when mm. we have like wholesale clubs. You can go and you can get big big size like a whole bunch of yeah. toilet paper or something but they, you know? were, they were duracell batteries and they yeah. they're expensive <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but they did sell those we, we get you can get yeah. packs like that like around christmas time especially yeah you often buy toys that need batteries yeah and, that's true um anyway so wow yeah she's got <laughs> a she's got a man sex drive it seems like she's just need to do it all the time yeah it's just she asks do you do you always find your batteries run out very quickly and he's like, I've never had any complaints. <laughs> sure, Steve. Yeah. Somehow I doubt that. Steve. He, does, he seems like the type that wouldn't put that much effort in. Mm, yeah. You just, know what I mean? Like, he's just, just eh. be a bit like, yeah. 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 Let her do all the work. <laughs> yeah. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking about that. I was like, you know who's probably the best out of these guys? It's probably Jeff. Yes. Because he puts what? the most effort yeah, in. Yeah, 100%. As long as he doesn't get Jeff. nervous. Yeah, as long as he doesn't pass out or puke or something. Yeah. But I mean, Patrick is probably the close second, and then it'd be Steve. Yeah, yeah, Steve last, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so she goes back to the kitchen, and Steve remembers Susan saying something about, you know, what weren't were you supposed to tell Sally about Patrick? And then she clarifies, oh, that my ex was a very big boy indeed. <laughs> very big boy. <laughs> and she goes, I'm going to go hop in the shower. And he's like, he just feels emasculated. Like, <laughs> oh my God. And his hands are full of like remotes and batteries. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just standing there like, with them all oh in his my hands. God. And I'm like, compete oh with no. Patrick now. <laughs> so at the bar, Patrick's complaining about Tony Blair. Blah. Yeah, That's blah. what he says. And says the toys have got to save the country from him. And Gay Howard agrees. And Jane agrees with Gay Howard. I just call him, I love calling him Gay Howard. Gay Howard. Sally is just annoyed as hell. And she's like, I can see your point. <laughs> to they're gradually drinking more as well at this point. The, gla- oh, the yeah. glass is They're getting drunker increased. and drunker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Jeff quickly points out that. That she said, what? You said the Tories should drown in their own vomit. <laughs> like, Jeff, don't cop block, man. Come on. Oh, she needs the big D. Come on. 
And uh, Patrick starts to cross a line when he says they should bring back Maggie, oh, Margaret God. Thatcher. Uh. And Sally looks like physically ill. And then she just yells out, Patrick, it better be enormous. <laughs> it better be a big one. <laughs> and he's like, what? And she, The motor show better be big. <laughs> and he's confused still. And she's like, I've never been to a motor show with a Tory, so it better be a very big, enormous, <laughs> throbbing motor show. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> I'm like, man, I wonder how Sally would have dealt with, like, Oh. dating apps nowadays and like oh, dick can you pics imagine? and stuff be like, no 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 oh yeah <laughs> i know yeah so back at susan's they have sat down to dinner and are a couple of glasses of wine in and laughing and susan says that he's more fun when he's relaxed not as funny and i'm like was he funny before <laughs> she's got a weird sense of humor yeah but yeah. booze can do that to you i guess <laughs> She then asks why men aren't doing much of the chasing anymore. And he defends himself that, you know, dates are very stressful for guys. It's the unknown. And Susan says it's the same for women. But he's like, no, no, no. On a date, the guy's constantly thinking about whether or not he's going to get lucky all night. That's all he's thinking about. But women already know. That's all Steve's thinking about. And she agrees. That's true. Mm. She then adds that she always... Um, thought guys were nervous because of their equipment <laughs> and he nearly chokes in his wine. She was like, you know, if you're going to fire off too soon or something. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I don't know why, but he's just now noticing how forward she is. Yeah. <laughs> like you I mean, she showed you her boob on the first day. Yeah, exactly. Just so, in public. Yeah. She does not care. No. I'm like, catch up, Steve. Come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he then says he isn't worrying about any premature firing or, you know, just the unknown. And she decides to ease the pressure and tell him, well, you're definitely getting lucky tonight. <laughs> and it take it, he's taken aback and it's like, it flips everything for him. Yeah. So he doesn't know. He's just like, uh, that's great. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. And he's like stuff is, he stuffs his face and says, no, can we rock? <laughs> He's like chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing. It's very obvious he's trying to avoid the conversation. Yeah. Now he's worried about his equipment. He's, now he's, that's what all he's thinking of is that, isn't it? It went right Definitely. to that. Yeah. So at the bar, Howard starts to talk about Margaret Thatcher and Sally tells Patrick to listen up because this is the voice of an oppressed minority. <laughs> and of course, Howard throws a wrench into it and says, you know, Thatcher was the best prime minister England ever had. Sally's totally offended. She goes, how dare you? You're gay. You're supposed to be on our side. Meant to be on our side. <laughs> That's how I feel about log cabin Republicans. Those are gay Republicans. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Anyway, Jane pipes up. Actually, Sally, Howard doesn't think of himself as gay. And Howard's like, yes, I do. And Jane's like, no, no, no. There are no homosexuals, just people sexuals. <laughs> People and I was like, no, no, Jane. Yeah, there's actually homosexuals. There's, there definitely oh, are. Oh, Jane. Yeah. She's like, Howard, do you want gay men to be labeled? And he's like, that would be great. Yes, that would be fantastic. I, I got to say, yes. Gay dark can go so easier. Yeah, that would be easier. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's sad. It's a, it's a definite problem. <laughs> so drunk Jeff starts rambling on. He's like, you know what? It must be great to be gay. Sex must be a quote, a piece of piss if you're gay. And yes. Oh my God. He starts talking about like masturbation as practice. And then when you've had enough practice on your own, you have a go on someone else. (laughs) I mean, this isn't necessarily true. You'd be surprised how many guys don't know how to handle another guy's privates. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be so, it's like, I'm like, what, what, why, why? <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> anyway, so Howard says, that's a very good point. And so I was like, no, it's not. It's homophobic, you stupid queen. <laughs> she's, she's, oh my gosh. <laughs> I love the defense against homophobia by calling a gay guy something that's yeah. like somewhat of a slur in a way, in the way she's doing it. It's she's, perfect. Oh she, oh, she just. Sally is a gay man. Yeah. She yes. is. She's totally a gay man. It's exactly oh. what she is. She's in the wrong body. Yeah. 
So Jade's all, you know, so there's such a thing as homophobia. There's no such thing as homophobia. There's only people phobia. I'm like, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Shut Just your go mouth. away now, Jane. Go away. <laughs> Jane continues, or excuse me, Jeff continues to complain that street guys don't know what to do when they first get with a girl. But gay guys <laughs> have had practice. They have their own practice kit. They have their own practice kit, but straight men have to fly solo. The first time they get in them. <laughs> and you know Patrick and Howard are laughing and Sally's like no that's offensive get in them is not funny and Patrick calls her 2PC and Howard calls her the typical lefty Puritan she's pissed <laughs> by that comment yes she does not like that she gets all huffy and says come the revolution but Patrick's like what are you talking about revolution you guys are the ones in power <laughs> <laughs> We're the revolution now. <laughs> you know, you're oppressing me. Stop you're being oppressive. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> Jeff then gets up to use the loo, but Sally stops him. She's like, I want you to wait. Go when Patrick goes because there's something I need to know. And he's like, what? She's just go when Patrick goes. She makes him sit back down. Back at Susan's, they have moved to the couch and Susan asks Jane, um, excuse me. She asks Steve about Jane and wonders if she can measure up. Can I measure up to her? Mm. And Steve says he hopes I can me- measure up to your ex before realizing what he just said about Patrick's dick, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she kind of laughs it off and says it's difficult to meet your predecessors. I'm like, do you not understand? Like, this is very <laughs> obviously going to bother a guy, you know? Yeah. You, you can she tell, really- like, in Steve's face as well, he's like thinking, oh my God. Like, How he's, can he's you not panicking. See this? Yeah. Yeah. She is so oblivious. <laughs> yeah. But somehow she knows all this. I don't know. It's so funny to me. But anyway. <laughs> Steve then tells the story of a girl he dated before and how her ex was this like big biker type of guy and and you know he would be intimidated by him until the girl told him that her ex used to you know when they were about to have sex he would go Geronimo <laughs> but you know when he said that all I could think of was Doctor Who you know with Matt mm-hmm. Smith <laughs> yeah. and I was like oh I'm not sure that I want that um, you know what I noticed he put the yeah. R in the Geronimo at the end yeah. He goes, Geronimo. You hear that er at the <laughs> yeah. end. Like, what are you saying? I've noticed that sometimes when I'm listening to the British singers and they have, because like, most of the time when you sing, you don't really have as much of an accent. Everybody has the same. Yeah. But, you know, somebody's got a really thick accent, you can hear it. Who was it? Was it Betty Who? Yeah, Betty Who. And oh, she was, yeah. Is she British? I can't remember if she's British or not. I think she, she's British. Yeah, I think she is. I might be wrong now. <laughs> I mean, she could be Australian, New Zealand. They all, <laughs> everybody has like a variation of the accent. Yeah. Anyway. So she says um, something about home. She yeah. sings home. She's harm. I'm like, where's that? Where, where's the R in home? <laughs> When you're home, the hell? <laughs> it's like my accent because I'm I'm Birmingham, so I'm a Brummie. It's what I'm classed as. I've got a very unique accent. So when people like take the mick out my accent, I obviously don't realise, but I'm raising the end of my words like higher. I like guess. a question? I yeah, yeah, a little so bit. So everything you say kind like, of sounds what? like this? <laughs> yeah. I get, when I do that, like my, like, I instantly like <laughs> turn my head like a dog. You know what I mean? Like, huh? you know? Yeah, it's like, Shelley. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So, the, you know, he, he didn't feel intimidated by the guy anymore because he yelled, Geronimo! <laughs> And uh, she laughs and says, Patrick used to do something similar when they would start to have sex. And yeah, so at the beginning, Patrick would say, just say when. And then she starts laughing her ass off. And Steve's like not laughing at all. He is feeling completely inadequate at this point. How does she not notice? Like she's laughing and he's like staring at her like straight face. And the thing is, you can imagine Patrick as well going, just say when. (laughs) You can just see him saying it. (laughs) The way she like put her hands up, like, just say when. (laughs) She just says it so deadpan. Gosh, I bet she never said when. She's a freak. She would yeah. she never, never said when. She'd be like, she's more. like, she's like, are you done? Like, she probably. I thought there was more. Is that it? Yeah, she's a freak. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So 
she says, that's enough chat now. And he says about her exes and she says about anything before she takes his hand and leads him to the bedroom. And he kind of looks back when the camera zooms in on the remotes, the batteries and the wine left behind <laughs> the table. So back at the bar, Howard and Jane are at a table alone and Howard says they need to discuss something. He says, there's been a misunderstanding. We are not on a date. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, oh, there was a misunderstanding because this is a date. In denial as always. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Somebody send her to Oz, please. Get the wizard. She needs a brain. Help her, please. He reiterates that I'm he's gay. I mean, I'm gay. And she says, that's no problem because everyone's – I'm also a little bit gay. He says – he goes, that would make another problem. Like, <laughs> no. And she's like, she, then she calls him a homophobe. Yeah. Oh, dear. He goes, just, you know, she also thinks that just because he's gay doesn't mean he doesn't have to go out with women sometimes. <laughs> she's just... Like, where's the logic change? Come <laughs> on, just, girl. Yeah. So he points out Patrick and Jeff and how, you know, they're over there <laughs> drunk and they're doing that, like, Jay and Silent Bob head weave <laughs> dance thing, you know? Yeah. And he says, they're two straight guys just hanging out as friends. The, the point basically he's trying to make is that, I think, um, is that he and Jane are platonic. Yes. Like Patrick and Jeff. Yeah. And she's not buying into this. She's convinced that Patrick and Jeff probably hook up you know, when it's convenient. <laughs> yeah, doesn't she say, um, I expect they're always nipping off together for a cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> A cuddle. That makes me think of the Friends episode when Joey and Ross like nap with each other. Yeah. All the time. That was a great one. But yeah, like I'd love to see this episode though where they nip off for a cuddle. I want to see that episode. Proving them right. Yeah, I love that. And so Howard says, like, I am gay. I've always been gay. I would I was I was a sperm at the back saying, No, don't send me to that big scary cave. <laughs> I love the way he delivers that. <laughs> Me too, buddy. I hear it. She's still not convinced, of course. Meanwhile, Sally asks Patrick, you like Portillo? What is Portillo? So Portillo was um, an MP over here. So I think he was a Tory MP. Off the okay. Of head. Yeah. I'm like, why is she surprised then? Anyway. <laughs> um, and he says, I nearly cried when he lost his suit. Like lawsuit or his actual suit? Um, I don't know whether he said seat. Maybe. Oh, maybe whether, he said seat. Maybe it was they the accent. Seats in Palm Parliament. So, okay. I'm guessing Man, maybe it's another one I, I heard wrong. Parliament. Same no, episode. I could be wrong. Maybe he did lose his suit, and there was some naked portillo somewhere. <laughs> maybe he lost his suit, and I cried. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. So Sally then gets up to stop Jeff from going to the restroom. She says, you have to go with Patrick. And he says, you're a weirdo. Keep away from me. So you have to go with Patrick. You're weird, you. She's desperate. And the bartender calls out his name. Jeff Murdoch, there's a phone call. So he goes to get the phone and Steve is on the line. Steve says that Susan has gone to the bathroom. And Jeff says that they're, you know, everything's getting weird at the bar. <laughs> And he's like, you don't, you don't understand this. That Sally chick, it's weird. And Steve's like, I'm not listening. He's not listening. He says, yeah, yeah, whatever. I need you to do me a favor. And Jeff's like, what? And Steve says, when Patrick goes to the loo, can you go with him? <laughs> Jeff slams the phone. <laughs> he freaks out. Like, he's like, no. And he like looks at the phone like it's possessed almost. And Steve's like on this line, like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> So Jeff like runs over to Jane and Howard's table and Jane says, it's nice to have someone open-minded and flexible at the table. <laughs> and Jeff says, he's like, everything is really weird tonight. And Jane agrees that, you know, people are acting oddly. <laughs> She's like looking around with her big ass eyes. Yeah, and, you Jane, you're acting odd, Jane. <laughs> and she looks over and sees Patrick's getting up and she's like, oh, look, Jeff, Patrick's gone to the loo. Why don't you go off with him and then have a bit of a cuddle? Have a bit of a cuddle. <laughs> the look on Jeff's face at this point. He's like, what is going on? He is so drunk and confused. <laughs> <laughs> so Sally runs up and grabs Jeff. She's like, come on. And 
and she's guiding him to the loo and eventually just pushes him in there. And Patrick's <laughs> already peeing at a, like at a urinal, I guess. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Susan's Steve decides to look in the drawer that Susan keeps her vibrator in. <laughs> and for some reason, like there's a frame. I'm guessing this is Angus Deaton. This is Angus Deaton. She's yes. got two framed photos of Angus Deaton in the drawer. <laughs> framed. We've framed. all been there. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. And Steve sees it, and it's his eyes. Like, and then she, he opens, and he sees it in there, and his eyes just go wide. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the bar, Jeff finally gets curious. And kind of leans over and looks at Patrick's member and his jaw drops. <laughs> it's huge, y'all. We don't see it. I kind of wish we had. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. Um, I'm kind of wondering what happened after Patrick looked over at Jeff staring at his dick. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I love the way that they do this scene. So as like Steve's opening that drawer, it's like trying to imply that the drawer is that big. As mm-hmm. you know, it keeps flashing back to like Patrick's member. He opens it, he's opening it really slowly, and it's like, of course, the sweat starts forming yeah. again. And he's like, he's at least six feet. Yes. Like out with his drawer. And it's just and the he's way like, it keeps flashing back and forth. Yeah, it goes back like as Jeff looks over and as the drawer gets longer, and you're like, oh my God. Um, it was perfectly done, perfectly yeah, balanced. It was brilliant. Oh, I bet it's not the first time someone's looked over at, over at Patrick. No, he's probably used to it. No way, yeah. If it's if it's as amazing as it's made out to be, and also he's weaned for a very long time. Like, he, well, like, he drank a lot. Well, Sometimes that happens. Yeah, I I'd go for a while when I. You know, <laughs> they were pretty drunk. He's kind of weaving when he's standing yes, there. Yes, you know? yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, Susan enters the room, and we snap back to reality. And he's only pulled the drawer open like six. Inches. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how'd you get the frames out of there? That anyway, um. <laughs> logistics <laughs> so she walks in in a, like a tank top bra or you would call it camisole or whatever you would call it yeah and panties yeah and uh she sees what he's been looking at she says yes but can it mow the lawn <laughs> and he's like i think that's on the next model up and <laughs> it, it has, has a streamer, streamer. attachment <laughs> And she almost like time. really, and I'm like, <laughs> she almost convinces me that she really was. Yeah, a I, I don't like, know. Maybe Ooh. she actually was. You know her. She's got enough batteries. Yeah. Hmm. So she pushes him down on the bed, and she climbs on top of him, and and she says, "Um, I have a feeling you're unrelaxed again, but I've got just the thing." And she like goes down <laughs> south, basically. And I'm like, and and you're like, oh, she's she's I'm blowing. Like, oh. <laughs> she's, she's doing a, a little BJ there, and uh, all of a sudden these socks fly up into his face, and I'm like, "Yes, yeah, she is queen of the sock gap." She's yeah, helped she, him out. Um, she's go season socks off his feet, straight onto his face. It's lucky they don't smell. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, that's true. It's yeah. his socks though. It's not. It's like your smell doesn't bother you as much. You know, yeah, it's not great. But it's not. And then her top flies on his face as well. And she gets up and she's you know obviously. Yeah, she's now let's get squelchy. Let's get squelchy. <laughs> and they kiss and they start to get down to business. <laughs> and then the screen says, meanwhile, at the BBC, dot, dot, dot. There's a hazy filter. We see Mariana Frostrup yeah. and Angus Deaton getting a soda at some <laughs> vending machines. And there's just like a hazy circle and the music rises. At that, I can't remember the name of this tune. Yeah, it's like, like a little romantic song. Yeah. And they're smiling at each other. And he says, Mariana. And she says, Angus. And he says, you look. And she says, so do you. Then he accidentally opens the soda and it looks like Sprite. And the fizz just spews out everywhere and onto Mariana. Spurts everywhere. Uh, that's a spew. Sorry. <laughs> Spurts. Yeah. Spurts. Slashes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I'm sorry. And she says, Don't worry. It happens to a lot of guys. And then she's like, Why did I just say that? <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh. Like fantasizing about you. That's yes. Why. Yes. And obviously, you know, the Jeffism has come true. <laughs> Prophecy fulfilled. Yes. Yeah. End of episode. That. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did we think? Did, did you agree with the sock gap theory? What about Jeff's other theory about celebrity fantasies? Do you think there are just people sexuals? 
<laughs> I love the sock gap theory. Um, I thought that was just genius because it's like Jeff thinks of things that no one else thinks of. <laughs> like I didn't know that was a thing, and I was like, wait. Um, yeah, I just, I oh, this whole episode, I just love this whole episode. I think this episode is the one that I laughed the most at the whole way through because the the jokes are just brilliant. They're so great at the innuendo yeah. and and then setting something up that can be used a few times throughout the episode without feeling stale. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the whole episode, and I love the way, like this is where I really did kind of warm to Susan a little bit more because I just, I liked the way that she was in this episode. She wasn't so, I found her quite annoying in the first episode. With this one, I found her quite like self-assured and, you know. A um, little more normal. Yeah, yeah. I just you know, liked the way that she too... was. Yeah, Metro Sex in the City in the yeah, first episode. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she was a little bit more normal in this. But yeah, this episode for me is one of the, the best ones. Oh, okay. Yet. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it too. <laughs> what do you think, audience? We want to know. What did you have? Do you have any theories or anything? Or, you know, what do you think about these Jeffisms we've been bringing up? So let us know. Reach out to us on social media. You can find Shelly on Instagram at Tales of Point Horror, Tales Point Horror Book Club. Yes. Or uh, on uh, Twitter at Tales phbc the rewatch recap was brought to you by me dustin holden you can find the show on instagram at the rewatch recap or you can find me on tiktok at dustin underscore holden find me there for my weird ass sense of humor amongst other silly things related to my other show dustin can read and watch speaking of which my email is the same as the other show you can reach me at dustin can read pod at gmail.com also, if you want to leave us a voicemail, 901-602-3061. Maybe I can add it to an episode or something. Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure call it us. Out. <laughs> Standard international call procedures still apply <laughs> for our friends in the UK. Anywhere that's not the United States, really. But we want to hear from you. I almost said, let's do the squelchy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's get squelchy. <laughs> maybe after a few drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Tune in next Monday for episode three, Sex, Death, and Nudity. Woo-hoo. Stay cool, rewatchers. Bye. Bye.